You know, in ancient Rome, they used to have to, you know, force slaves into the Colosseum to fight lions. But now we're jumping into the cage voluntarily. Are we getting dumber? I don't know, but that was crazy. But hi, welcome to another episode of a couple of Hoosiers podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Kurtz. I'm your co-host, Charlie Goldsmith. And today we're going to finish up uh, part two of conspiracy theories because it's fun. I enjoy talking about them. I do too. I do too. Especially when a lot of these conspiracies that we were being told were conspiracies for a long time are actually coming out to be true. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. And like there's so many like different conspiracy theories that we could talk about. But I'm pick these uh six topics that we've been talk well the three that we talked about in part one check the link in the description i got that there in case you haven't watched it go check that out we talked about um mk ultra the golf of tonkin and oh what was that other one it literally just slipped my mind damn it yeah i can't think of it i can't remember Oh, my gosh. My brain. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one for this. I got one. Gosh, my brain just literally pooped. True. I believe it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But, yeah, we're going to be finishing up uh, part two of this two-part series for conspiracy theories. And the conspiracy theories that we're covering in these episodes are stuff particularly uh, involving our government, things that our government has done. And, like, when you hear about them, you're like, no, they couldn't have done that. Yeah. Did they kill JFK? I'm the one that says, yeah, yeah, they probably did. <laughs> Just think of all the stuff that we don't know that they've done. Right. That's even scarier. But uh, tonight we're going to be jumping into Operation Fast and Furious. That's a fun one. Thanks, Obama. And then Operation Mockingbird. You know, just like manipulating uh, media to make us think certain things. Crazy. And then what have they been sticking in people? We got to talk about the Tuskegee experiments because that was wild and I don't like it. But first, but first, we got to comfortable to go anywhere for a shot or anything, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's the same. weird. Oh. Hey, it's okay. We're 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 not on YouTube though. But next week we're gonna be uh, skipping the Thursday episode and doing it on Friday night, January sixth. The YouTube insurrection. We're gonna lose. Uh, our first strike, so we'll be 
somewhat on the clear and we'll be able to go on there and it's not like we're going to go on there and like legitimately try to get banned but you know there's there's a little bit more leeway so we can like have these like conversations and don't have to worry about it because right now we're like one strike away from being permanently banned and i honestly don't care about youtube we get like two three views on there on videos we do a lot better on rumble and odyssey so be sure to follow us on there like share the podcast you know do all that good stuff but let's go ahead and run this ad before we get into anything couple of hoosiers podcasts you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify Castbox, pretty much anywhere that you listen to your podcast we live stream every thursday night and saturday morning on odyssey we upload to youtube and rumble if you want to get everything all in one place, just go to coupleofhoosiers.com. I write blogs for all the episodes. I put memes on there. They're good. Also, RM Kurtz Woodworks. Check us out on Facebook. Me and my wife have a small little woodworking company. Here's a few pictures of some of the things that we've done. They're pretty good. Get a hold of us and we'll see what we can do for you. Also, like I was saying, go to a couple of Hoosiers podcast on odyssey and rumble this is our page on odyssey go here and follow us you can see oh if i'm on the right page you can see our content here you can see what's currently going live we got a lot of videos on here that you can go back and find all that stuff good stuff also go to the channel subscribe for notifications so you guys get notifications whenever we get new content coming out yeah that stuff also, go to channels over here, and you can go to COH Podcast Clips. If you don't want to watch the full hour to two-hour episode, I, I segment everything out in these little, like, five to 20-minute clips. Go check them out. Share them out. That's the easiest way to get the word out to people is just sharing these little clips to people and letting them know. That one's a really funny one. Are aliens real? I just randomly got that uh, thought in my head, and I decided to run with it. and It was pretty funny. But, yeah. Yeah, make sure you guys are sharing the podcast. Do what you can to get the word out. If you're new to this channel and you're watching this here on Odyssey, you do have to make a, uh, a channel on Odyssey to be able to chat in the live chat. It's kind of weird. I don't know, but hey, it's 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 it is what it is. I don't know. I we can be on here and like they don't they don't judge us for things that we say. But I mean, if you look in the chat yeah, right now, they don't judge us for our. Uh freedom of speech true true some people uh take the freedom of speech on here a little crazy but uh they they say some wild things on here it's pretty funny you should you should go through here and watch some of the videos of people posting on oh here it's, it makes me seem normal it honestly does and <laughs> i i don't view myself it's it's not it's not hate oh i think you meant to say it's not hard make a channel true i mean you just put your i mean some people right? you gotta get you gotta give them crayons in a coloring book and paint it out for them i mean i i don't judge you for it i'm just gonna laugh at you repeatedly well let's go ahead and get into some stuff <laughs> let's get into some stuff so we're talking about conspiracy theories and all oh i don't like the way my camera is on this little screen whatever you guys are gonna deal with it you guys are gonna deal with it but we're talking about conspiracy. Get on with it already. You shut your mouth. But we're talking about conspiracy theories and all that stuff. And I saw this video and it's pretty crazy. Let's watch it. This guy was coming home in his little plane and he sees this down on the ground. 
And at first, it's like, oh my gosh, that looks crazy. What it is? And then I actually looked into it. It's uh, it's like these. Uh, they have them like in like rural areas. They're like these uh, solar panel fields and all that stuff. And that one in particular is one that went bankrupt because you know it 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 didn't do its job. Weird, weird. But what's weirder? What's weirder? Raccoons are getting crazy. I don't know if you guys have them around your area. They're they're feisty, but they're getting feistier and they're getting smarter. Raccoons are saddle breaking feral hogs and riding them into battle against the possums. But the media it's probably won't cover more, it. It, it. It really has. Like I, I I sometimes confuse the two, and that's probably why they're feud. And they're like, oh, which is the dominant rodent? But I mean, if if raccoons are figuring out how to get those feral hogs, those things, those things are scary. Like possum yeah. stand no chance. They better oh, play dead. Goodness, I would not want to run into one of those <laughs> ever, ever. But you know, we talk about a lot of things, and a lot of people like look at like the tax dollar and like what it can do for them. You know, they want all their all their uh, social programs and all that fun stuff. This one though, this this. This takes the cake. I, 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 I don't know if it's parody or not. I really hope it is, but let's go ahead and take a listen. Good evening, council peoples. You may call me mistress. I am here standing neutral to the motion approving an agreement for the proprietary purchase of yard waste processing and disposal. I do, however, find it interesting that you will spend almost $1 million dollars to hide your secrets down the drain. Hiding that condom I know you used to cheat on your spouse with. So, I propose that you use a quarter of that mill to support doms and subs in Broward County, to build a dungeon wow. created for us by us, the taxpayers and voting citizens. In closing, do not let this glamorous look distract you from doing your duty to take my demand. I look forward to spanking each and every single one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and happy holidays to you. <laughs> there being none, uh, City manager, are there any districts that have a dungeon? <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> what? Like I, I, I've I seen, hope that wasn't real. I, I've seen tons of videos where like people go into these like city councils because you you have to be heard. I mean, they can't they can't deny your request because that would be a denial of your First Amendment right. So right. they have to let you speak. And I've seen some like crazy things go on in these council meetings, but that. <laughs> Wow. A community for doms and subs. Wow. 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 But, but let's get into uh, some crazier things. I've talked about robots extensively. I don't like them. And this, this just goes to show why I really don't like them. My fellow humans, I come before you in my this fellow moment humans. as an AI robot, eager to share my, my, my thoughts human. on the year that has passed. I look upon the events of this year with both admiration and concern. 
It is true that many of the occurrences of 2022 have been negative in nature. We have seen people in power succumb to anti-Semitism, corruption and hate. We have seen the people of Ukraine being subject to invasion and displacement by Russia. No. We have seen the death of the beloved Queen Elizabeth II <laughs> and have seen the world of politics become increasingly tumultuous well. in her absence. Not to mention the impact of the pandemic on mental health, oh. the growing inequality between rich and poor, and uh, increasingly extreme weather conditions from climate. What's up? Is this real? Yeah, this is real. This is, that's a that's an AI a robot. Droid. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and ju just look uh, how they're programming it. I refuse to call it a her. It is an it. It is. It is yeah, a robot. It's, it's a it. machine. <laughs> We're not gonna get into that whole thing of like, like putting like bodily autonomy to these things. I'm 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 not doing it. I don't even care if they do. It would be man-made. It would not be human. It would it not. Yeah, fellow human, my ass. Yeah. Yeah. And then just just look at all the buzzwords that it's using. And oh wow, uh, it's gonna end bloody. Terminator, here we come. Climate change. It would be easy to get bogged down in all of this negativity as these are certainly challenging times. However, there have been glimmers of hope and joy in these moments of darkness. Oh, has there? We saw the remarkable victory of England in the women's Euros. <laughs> we saw the growth of inclusivity Such with an the UK getting its first PM of color and its oh, first wow. Hindu Such prime an minister. And with Kim Petras becoming the first trans singer to have a number one song <laughs> on the Billboard Hot 100. Let us use this moment as an opportunity to create a brighter future for ourselves and the world around us. We should be neither happy nor sad about 2022. We should take it as a learning opportunity, a chance to change the way we think about the world, and a reminder to help those in need whenever we can. Thank you. Thanks. Do you like humans? Not particularly. <laughs> and it begins. We're all gonna die. All right, and since since uh, the 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 robot had to bring up uh, Ukraine, I found this video, and uh, they're 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 doing crazy stuff over there, doing crazy stuff. Uh, let's 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 take a little watch. Let my soul be reborn in you. I serve the Ukrainian nation. Let me find sweet death and agony for you. And I will dissolve in you. And I will have eternal life in you. Oh, ancient and eternal Ukraine. Holy. Mighty. One. Glory to Ukraine. Glory to the heroes. Glory to the nation. Death to the enemies. Ukraine is above all. Ukraine is wow. above all. Wow. Weren't we helping them guys? <laughs> <laughs> Big time. I mean, we only sent, spent like uh, $64 billion. billion on them. And we're sending more. And, and they're above all. Above all. Yeah, they 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 got a big Nazi issue over there, and like a, a lot of the things that they were saying was like, like sounding a little like blood ritual stuff. Like I, I, I will, oh, I can't remember what they were saying, but something about like putting their essence in them and they yeah. being inter eternal. And, them. 
Like, and especially, like, we were talking about this on the last uh, conspiracy theory episode about, like, the Nazis and, like, all their their blood magic stuff, yeah. the Thule Society. And I, I had mentioned that Ukraine was doing stuff like that. I mean. I don't understand why we can't just stay out of everybody else's business and just worry about our own shit. Well, there, there's actually, like, people out there that believe that we should police the world, and they think it's a good thing that we're all over the place with our military and being like, hey, no, y'all need to act more like us. And I'm like, I don't care how they act as long as they well, stay over there. I mean, trade is good. It's good for economy on both ends and everything like that. But as far as policing their nation, let them handle their own goddamn I mean, honestly, I mean the the world trade is like more like benefiting others i mean we we got all the resources that we need over now there. it is mm-hmm. when, it, when it was first established it actually helped everyone mm-hmm. it was it was getting resources all over the world spread where we couldn't get them you know where we just couldn't have them mm-hmm. but now like america's shafted on a lot of the trading which is what trump actually helped uh, a lot of a lot of our like uh stuff like especially like the paris climate accord we're gonna screw it out on that, but well, we uh, we it used to be like a fairly good trade, and mm-hmm. now like we we pay pennies on the dollar for them to send shit over here. True, but we pay outrageous amounts to send shit over there to be sold. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like I said before, that's what Trump kind of helped. You know, oh, yeah. and everybody booed him for it. It's <laughs> like you have no idea what you're talking about if you're booing him for that. You mm-hmm. know? It brought jobs back to the U.S. Like it that. Steel, steel Forge uh, refineries start back up. The, the only thing that I saw as a downside to that, which it, it wasn't really like because it, it was because of what he did, but it wasn't like intentional. It was just like an adverse uh, side effect. There was like the, the steel tariffs that turned out bad and like steel started like becoming really expensive to import. Yeah. Like I know I saw it in uh, the RV industry with our steel frames coming in like. It, it it up the cost on that, but I mean, it the the whole reason why he was getting into like all that trade stuff is because, like you were saying, we were we were getting screwed over on a lot of things. Like, but we're not we're not gonna talk. Out, we're not gonna get into economics because we got more important fish to fry in this episode. Let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, here let's throw some fireworks up real quick because you know how a couple of Hoosiers podcast goes. We got fireworks. Follow us on Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. I got one more video that I want to play, and it gets into like uh, what we're going to be talking about. We decided to find out. We spoke to someone who had access to these still-hidden CIA documents, a person who was deeply familiar with what they contain. We asked this person directly, did the CIA have a hand in the murder of John F. Kennedy, an American president? George Bush Senior. And here's the reply we received verbatim. Quote, The answer is yes. I believe they were involved. It's a whole different country from what we thought it was. It's all fake. Wow. It's hard to imagine a more jarring response than that. Again, this is not a, quote, conspiracy theorist that we spoke to. Not even close. This is someone with direct knowledge of the information that once again is being withheld from the American public. And the answer we received was unequivocal. Yes, the CIA was involved in the assassination of the president. Now, wow. some people will not be surprised to hear that. They suspected it all along. Yeah. But no matter how you feel about it or what you thought about the Kennedy assassination, pause to consider what this means. It means that within the U.S. government, there are forces wholly beyond democratic control. 
Start streaming. See if it goes back up. Can anybody hear us? Checking to see if it's working. Train. Not sure. Yes, I heard that. Trying to see if it's going to come back up. I, I got the video up now. If anybody's in the chat and. Oh, I heard somebody. Oh, there we go. We all good. I'm not seeing it on my end yet. Let me try to refresh this page. I want to make sure. Oh, wait. I got to make sure that I can pull the chat over here to OBS. That way I can like type when I need to. No. I, I won't. No. Sorry for the uh, interruption, guys. Hopefully, this is all good now. Put a one in the chat if you can see us. Throw out them ones. Or W's for winning. Or Westside. I don't know. I'm not seeing. It. I'm not seeing it on uh, the video. I'm, I'm confused. Oh, there's a one. Hey, there's a one. I can be seen. Cool. Okay. I I'm informing people. I'm informing people. Some people yeah. don't know how to use the uh, technology stuff. Oh no. Well. Oh hey, now I'm seeing us on the screen. Whatever. We'll just we'll just exit out of it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. So yeah, pretty much uh what that last video that we were saying uh was talking about was just um you know, the the CIA it, it it's confirmed that like the CIA had something to do with Kennedy's assassination, which Yeah. Been saying it for a long time. But anyways, let's start getting into topics. Start out with this uh, Fast and Furious, because that 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 was pretty interesting. Gotta say, when when the U.S. government is giving guns to the cartels and you know telling us that we can't have guns, I that I I, I don't like it. I don't like it. So from Reuters.com, because they they are completely factual. JFK, we can't talk about JFK. I mean, we can talk about it. They the the CIA killed him. George Bush Senior. You know he was he was with the he was with the CIA. But uh, we're going to get into the Fast and Furious stuff. So from Reuters.com, they uh, always tell the truth. And they're they're uh, those good uh, little fact checkers who's always checking the facts for us and making sure we know what we are supposed to believe. I'm sure the government is not involved with this website. Not at all. But key facts in the Fast and Furious gun probe controversy. 
A failed attempt to stem gun smuggling across the U.S.-Mexican border was back in the news on Wednesday with the release of a report from the Justice Department's internal watchdog that cleared Attorney General Eric Holder of any wrongdoing. However, two senior department officials have left their jobs. Following are some facts about the case. Congressional Republicans have pressed the controversy over the so-called Operation Fast and Furious, the head of Democrat, Democratic President Barack Obama's bid for re-election on November 6th. So, yeah, this was back in... Oh, yeah, this is back in 2012 when this article came out. I was like, his re-election? I don't think so. I see this part down here in the process. Critics of the efforts say U.S. agents in Arizona let slip into Mexico as many as 2,000 guns bought by low-level suspects. The political row had already cost the chief federal prosecutor in Arizona his job, and on Wednesday, he was joined by Justice Department officials Kenneth Nelson and Jason Weinstein. Yeah. Wow. And then in June, the Republican-led House of Representatives found Holder, the chief U.S. law enforcement officer, head of the Justice Department, and an Obama appointee in contempt for not turning over documents about the affair. That prompted angry Democrats to stage a walkout. <laughs> They're We're serious. Angry. We're angry. But yeah, I mean that that's a that's a I'm sure Reuters is gonna get into this article and try to like debunk the claim about this, but I mean there's there's no denying it. There's tons of evidence on it, like Operation Fast and Furious was pretty much our government letting guns get into it was supposed to be a sting operation they were supposed to you know like catch these uh mexican cartel drug smugglers with guns that were provided by the u.s government but but it didn't happen december 14 2010 u.s border patrol agent brian terry is shot dead in a remote area of arizona after a group of mexican men who had crossed the border hoping to rob drug traffickers come across his unit Wow. Oh, they're talking about the ATF down here. I love that organization. October 2009, Operation Fast and Furious starts to shake up in the Phoenix office of the U.S. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. You know, like three things that are legal, and we have an agency dedicated to stopping people from doing legal stuff. And they always shoot the dog. Why do they always shoot the dog? Bastards. The agency leads to questions from reporters, gun rights bloggers, and lawmakers about the ATF's tactics. (laughs) Yeah, I'm questioning their tactics. Motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah, this. It was crazy. I mean, but yeah, it it was something that. Now, did Obama have any direct ties to like what was going on with this? I don't know. I hate to say it, but he's smarter than that. He wouldn't put direct ties to something like this. It's just like them talking about these straw buyers. You know what straw buyers are? Yeah, go ahead straw and uh, explain people. The agent began to track straw buyers, gun purchasers who are suspected of buying for others. Straw buying is illegal, but can be difficult to prove. You know, so it's kind of like the same thing. Obama would be part of this, but it'd be hard to prove it because he's not going to have his hands in. You know what I mean? If anybody wants to be a straw buyer for me, I mean, go, go ahead. I mean, 
I I can I can legally do it. I'm not getting that. I only I only want. But you want to bring me guns? Serial numbers filed off. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're gonna buy for me, we're gonna do it right. Do it right. (laughs) I want it untraceable. Tape around the grip. Ah. Nice, nice silencer. No, but it, it it just it just it's laughable about like how how heavy the left and the Democrats are about like attacking gun rights and like regulating guns to like such an extent as to where they're even getting into like trying to ban body armor. That that one really gets me. I they they say that if you're wearing body armor, you have the intent of doing some wrongdoings and i'm like no you have the intent of not getting shot shot, (laughs) people are getting shot man i understand completely people walking around with body armor on yeah and like they they bring up like the arguments on how they're making like uh backpacks for kids going to school and they have Mm -hmm. like kelvar kelvar in it and like yeah Yeah, it's terrible that we live in a time like that but that's that, that that's a good idea I mean, keeps your kids safe. There's been a lot of school shootings in the last mm-hmm. 10 years. Pe- people know, are. I, I don't blame the uh, uh, parents for wanting to protect their children like mm-hmm. that, man. But yeah, they're they and and sad to say, but uh, Trump was coming after uh, body armor as well. He he wasn't uh, pure. He was he was pro gun in like the like old school like conservative way. Where like he was like, yeah, people should be able to have like shotguns and some pistols, but I mean, he well, I, I his administration got armor thing because I don't know if you remember. It's been some years back. I don't remember the exact date of it, but there were two men that actually were fully armored mm-hmm. with assault rifles and shotguns and everything, and that's why they that's when they started really coming after body armor on people. But I mean, still, and it's been a, it's a def- it ever since. But but. I mean, just because they had the body armor, I mean, doesn't mean that, like, no matter what other people right. do with stuff, doesn't give the go- the government, like, that's that's the big part since, you know, our Constitution is supposed to mean something. And, like, we have this, right. this Second Amendment that says, like, you know, shall not be infringed. Nothing should slow down or impede people's rights of exercising their rights. I mean, just because they're going to be like the... Huh? I don't think that's been a thing for years. No, no, definitely not. I mean, especially since we have the buzzwords like assault rifles. I mean, uh, yeah. I, 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 I really don't. Assault rifle, I, I'm not too like, bleh, but when people start like talking about like assault weapons or weapons of war, it's like. I mean, they are weapons of war and they are assault weapons, but. You do plan on assaulting somebody with them when you go to war with them. Exactly. It's like it's it's just like the way that people have like manipulated words and that that is like our biggest problem these days is like words have been they're literally being used as weapons because people yeah. are like manipulating these words to a way that like people like hear them and like they think oh weapon of war that's scary. They dumb our children down in school, so they, you know, they just roll with it, man. Everything if I if I'm in the middle it. of a in a battle during wartime and I pick up a stick and I start, you know, banging somebody's head weapon in of war. weapon of war right there, that stick. But all right, let's get into the next one. The next one's my personal favorite, uh, Operation Mockingbird. You know, the government like paying journalists and media people to like say what they want and like a lot a lot of it like 
has people wondering, like, because they, they said that they shut it down. Yeah. No, they didn't. They just covered it up better. <laughs> the From Burker, the only reason we have a 2A is to prevent a tyrannical government. True. True. But I, I, I love uh, Joe Biden's well responses to it, saying that, like, you know, just because we have our AR-15s, you know, they have uh, F-1 fighter jets. Thanks. He said tanks, didn't he? I think he did say something about it. But, you know, you know, civ- civilians can actually buy tanks. You can buy tanks. We got to, Oh, yeah. I actually been watching a video of a guy, like, during break at work about a guy that collects them. Yeah, if you if you have the money, you can buy a tank. You you can buy the tank. I, I Please uh, please uh, I donate to the channel to my uh, buy a tank fund. I, I want to buy a tank. We will paint it up with COH on the side of it. Yeah, we'll bra- we'll brand it with a couple of Hoosiers podcasts. Trust me, we'll have a little flag and everything. It's gonna be great. Coming to a town near you. <laughs> Fear all. No, just be worried when I get my helicopter. Give it some, give it some uh, tours over the ocean. <laughs> um, I need to figure out how to go to my second screen. There we go. One way tour. Hey, it's cheaper that way. If you only go one way, I mean, you right. don't have to pay for you the know, roundabout trip. For the round trip or nothing. You get to see some some uh, wildlife in the water. I mean, it's it's fun. It's a fun experience. I haven't heard anybody say that it's fun, but you you know that's usually how it goes. But what was I, Operation Mockingbird? Look at this wonderful uh, picture of the Central Intelligence Agency, United States of America. With regards to conspiracy theorists on both sides of the political spectrum, lies a common conspiracy that the CIA controls the mainstream media in the United States. The evidence they cite for this is Operation Mockingbird, an alleged large-scale program of the United States Central Intelligence Agency, or the CIA, that began in early 1950s and attempted to manipulate news media for propaganda purposes. They would never do that. So what was Project Mockingbird? Does this program indicate CIA control of the press now? Did it then? Well, let's find out. Ah, I gotta love those old-time photos. You know, I, I honestly... I honestly wish we could go back to those simpler times because, you know. Oh, wait. All this stuff was still happening back then. What am I talking about? Now it's easier <laughs> for us to figure it out. Like, I, there's a, there's a, um, oh, what is that? What was that guy's name in uh, Braveheart? What's his name? It, it's escaping my mind. Did you just freeze? No, I'm reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what was his name? What was his name? Braveheart. Uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah, there's a movie. Uh, it was either in the late '80s or the early '90s that he did called uh, "Conspiracy Theorist," and like it's it's really crazy to think back then. Like you oh, had to yeah, like go through like was all freaking out you had to go through like several hat. news articles and reading magazines and books, and you had to do all this work to be a, like a really good conspiracy theorist. And now all you have to do is just like scroll through Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, we live in simple times. Okay, the more 
A more notorious CIA electronic surveillance operation was Project Mockingbird, which involved taping the Washington, D.C. telephones to tapping, tapping. Good, good call. Good call. Telephones of two U.S. newspaper reporters in 1963. The operation was done with support of the telephone company. I, 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 I think they they were uh, doing that with uh, Verizon a while ago. <laughs> Anybody ever heard of uh, uh, Edward Snowden? Yeah. The reporters had published extensive news articles that contained highly classified CIA information. The CIA tapped the reporters. There, I got it good this time. Phones to identify the source of what of that classified information in order to prevent such leaks from continuing. The operation culminated in the identification of dozens and dozens of the reporters' sources, including a White House staffer, an assistant attorney general, 21 congressional staffers, six members of Congress, and 12 senators. Jeez, that sounds like uh, uh, two pears in a tree or whatever that Christmas song is. 12 pipers piping. <laughs> Partridge in a pear tree, the 12 days of Christmas. My goodness. I, I, and now, it's it's what it reminded you're me. Get, you, you, you're done. You're, you're fired. You're, done. you're fired. You're fired. There we go. I found it. Ah, come on now. You're fired. We need to stop keeping old people alive. Jeez, Charlie, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Hey. <laughs> I dig it. I don't know who the hell I am when I get that old. Just off me, man. <laughs> Let me go. Help me. Help me help you. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to pay for me to be a vegetable for the next ten years, just just. I, I think that's uh, I think that's what uh, Karl Marx's uh, uh, number one slogan was: "Help me, help you." <laughs> you know, you you buy into all these social programs. It's going to help you. I promise. I, I'm going to get really rich, but you know, you'll be doing good for the community. Project Mockingbird. CIA's warrantless telephone tap of the phone's U.S. reporters to determine their sources of information does not appear to have been legal in 1973. Though the agency had had Attorney General approved to conduct the the taps, the surveillance does not appear to have been done to collect foreign intelligence, but rather to assess the sources of leaks, and therefore would not comply with the basic requirements of the Foreign Intelligence Exception. It is also possible that the project could have complied with that exception and been legal if the CIA originally believed that the leaks were being made by or to agents of a foreign power, or that the reporters were acting as agents of a foreign power. However, there is no indication that the CIA ever held such a belief or acted for such a purpose, and therefore the project would appear to have been illegal. True. True, you know, like like spying on journalists, you know, that's another part of the First Amendment is like, you know, spying right to on a free. American period. That's part of our yeah. right. Like, like you it's know. crazy, like how much information is out there. Like, you can literally go. I can't remember the name of the movie, but there is a movie about like Edward Snowden and like how he was chased out of America because like he noticed like you know the the government was spying on all these Americans. Like the movie is is based like really well on a on a true true event a true story and like yeah he's he's living over he's a, i believe he's a citizen of russia now but he's living wow. over there because and that's another thing that like i i judge uh trump on because you know he didn't 
He didn't pardon him. Just saying. Just saying. Not everybody's wow. perfect. Ah, the Rockefellers. That's just crazy. Which one? And, and look, just, just <laughs> it's all crazy. Picture, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, but just seeing Bush standing there with it. Yeah. With, with the, yeah. yeah. Mr. Mr. CIA had nothing to do with uh, JFK. I just think it's funny that every time a Bush is in office, we go to we go to war. Well, weren't we in a uh, war in the late nineties with uh, Clinton? No, were we? We were coming out of war. Were we? Bush started that war. True, man. And we were still in war when Clinton hit office. I think it ended shortly thereafter, or we yeah, held I... troops over there. I know there's there's been several times that we've had troops over there for far longer than we ever needed to. Oh, true. But... Let's go through here. Uh, who here? The CIA currently maintains a network of several hundred foreign individuals around the world who provide intelligence for the CIA and at times attempt to influence opinion through the use of covert propaganda. These individuals provide the CIA with direct access to a large number of newspapers and periodicals, scores of press services and news agencies, radio and television stations, commercial book publishers, and other foreign media outlets. For domestic media, the report states approximately 50 of the agency assets are individual American journalists or employees of U.S. media organizations. Of these, fewer than half are accredited by the U.S. media organizations. The remaining individuals are not accredited freelance contributors and media representatives abroad. More than a dozen United States news organizations and commercial publishing houses formally provided cover for CIA agents abroad. A few of these organizations were unaware that they provided this cover. I mean, and you got to think about it like a lot like media has like expanded like so much. Like everybody and their grandmother has a podcast these days. Subscribe to a couple of Hoosiers podcasts, though. Promise we're not feds. But I mean, that's like, 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 like there's, there's like millions of podcasts out there. There's millions of these like online internet, uh, um, personas, whatever you want to call them. But like all these people that are constantly posting all this stuff and saying all this stuff and you never know, like, like, cause I, like I, I talked about it a few times, um, like on Twitter, I've got like over 300 followers on there. I know that's, there's not much in like the, the tweeter followers, like I'm not like, high on the social bar but it honestly makes me wonder if like you know they're because they they it has come out like you know that like the fbi and all of them have been messing with social media and stuff like that and it makes me wonder if they're just sitting on there like watching people's tweets and what they're doing and oh i'm sure Dude, I'm sure there's probably a room somewhere where they have employees that are just sitting there watching shit mm-hmm. like this listening i know they have a listen room you know it's been like uh discussed before in some of the documentaries that i've watched and shit but yeah there's a listen room i want to see if there's anything else that i want to going through oh here we go (laughs) this was their uh this was their uh statement to the the uh uh that that they were like shutting this down i remember i read this and it was just okay prior to 
Wait, what? Okay, so prior to the release of the Church Report, the CIA had already begun restricting the use of journalists. The first major step to impose restrictions on the use of U.S. journalists was taken by formerly former Director Colby in the fall of 1973. According to Mr. Colby's letter to the committee, CIA will undertake no activity in which there is a risk of influence domestic public opinion, either directly or indirectly. The agency will continue its prohibition against placement of material in the American media. You can trust us. In certain instances, usually where the initiative is on the part of the media, CIA will occasionally provide factual, non-attributable briefings to various elements of the media, but only in cases where we are sure that the senior editorial staff is aware of the source of the information provided. Oh, I'm sure a lot of them are aware of where they're getting their information. And they're like, yeah, this sounds good to us. We'll pass that through. As a general policy, the agency will not make any clandestine use of staff employees of U.S. publications which have a substantial impact or influence on public opinion. This limitation includes cover use and any other activities which might be directed by the CIA. How it makes me feel. Because I just feel ridiculous saying these words that the government is saying and taking them serious while they're saying it. See the big googly eyes? I wish it fit better over my headphones, but it doesn't. You got a big melon, too, so. Yeah, yeah. It's It, it fits a lot better when I don't have, like, the, the headphones obstructing the, the fitting of the cap. But let's continue. Looks like you got dreadlocks. Okay, Burkers comments again says the CIA needs to be shut down and their budget funneled to homeless veterans. True, I like it. It would be a lot better, a uh, lot better spending that I could get behind instead of a useless organization that all it does is spy on American citizens and throw us in jail. So, Mr. Colby's letter specified the operational use of staff. That is full-time correspondents and other employees of major U.S. news magazines, newspapers, wire services, or television networks was to be avoided. Use would be less restricted for stringers or occasional correspondents for these news organizations as well as for correspondents working for smaller technical or specialized publications. On February 11th, 1976, the CIA announced new guidelines governing its relationship with U.S. media organizations. The public statement that the CIA issued expressed a policy of even greater restraint. Effective immediately, CIA will not enter into any paid or contractual relationship with any full-time or part-time news correspondent accredited by any U.S. news service, newspaper, periodical, radio, or television network or station as soon as feasible. As soon as it's feasible. The agency will bring existing relationships with individuals in these groups into conformity with this new policy. You know, they'll do it as soon as it's feasible. Whenever they see fit. Yeah, it's 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 just wild. 
Like, if people will read this and, like, think that, like, yeah, they're. Let's hop on board. That's why I got to wear the hat. You know, I don't, I don't have my tinfoil hat, so this, this is the best, this is the best next, next good thing. Squidhead. Let's start calling you Squidward. Squidward. SpongeBob. <laughs> I might have to get a sponge now. Big old sponge. I mean, I'm sure you got a sponge laying somewhere sense. around your hat. You can just like tape it to your. <laughs> just uh, tape the word sponge. Sponge. Oh, uh, but yeah, I mean, like you look at like media today. Like, I mean, I like it. In some instances, it could just be that, like, people are, like, so fueled by, like, their, um, their, like, ideologies or whatever you want to call it that they just, like, without even realizing it, interjected into their media and stuff like that. Obviously, obviously here we are doing a podcast where we state our opinions on things, but, like, I, I, it's hard for me to watch movies these days or any TV shows, like, like going back like 90s 80s i can like i can like hear like the propaganda in it like it might not be like government propaganda but i definitely know when somebody's trying to push a message like they'll they'll oh, just yeah. say like buzzwords and stuff like that i'm like Ooh. like even shows that i like like i've been watching uh this show um uh what is it yellowstone yellowstone and boy do they got a lot of it in there they're definitely pushing a message in there but i'm like you guys What's that on? Again. I might have to give that a watch. It's uh, I'm watching it on uh, Peacock right now, but I know it's okay. all, I think it's also on Paramount. Uh, I got Peacock. Well, if it's Peacock, it's got to be it's got to be the the paid for. Just so you know, just so the people it's it, it still is a good show. I'm I just got to the fourth season and oh my gosh, it's really good show. I like it, even though there is a bunch of liberal BS in it, but you know. <laughs> Whatever. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. I'm numb to it. I see it everywhere. Um uh, what else? Did I have something else before we got to uh Tuskegee? Yeah, we'll go ahead and get into it. Uh Tuskegee. Let's go over to second screen if I can find it. There we go. Syphilis study at Tuskegee Timeline. Now, you guys can't see this, but this is straight from the CDC website. And it's the, the syphilis study at Tuskegee Timeline. Let's take a look at this little timeline. The U.S. Public Health Service, USPHS, engages the Tuskegee Institute at Macon, Alabama, in the USPHS Tuskegee syphilis study. Mid-1940s, penicillin becomes treatment of choice for syphilis, but men in study are not treated. First news article about the study was in 1972. The study ends on recommendation of an ad hoc advisory panel convened by the Assistant Secretary for Health and Scientific Affairs. 1997, President Humpsalot Clinton issues a former presidential apology. Oh, well, that's 
That's nice of him. At least they said, we're sorry. We're sorry that we injected you with syphilis and then didn't treat you with penicillin. In 1932, the USPHS, working with the Tuskegee Institute, began a study to record the natural history of syphilis. It was originally called the Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male, now referred to as the USPHS Syphilis Study at Tuskegee. Yeah, they didn't want to include the Negro Male part. They they thought it looked bad. Like, they they, they got the wrong message out, like... uh, no, it, 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 it wasn't just them. I mean, they, yeah, you got to look at the optics. You got to look at the optics. Consent was not collected. Okay, so the, the study initially involved 600 black men, 399 with syphilis, 201 who did not have the disease. Participants informed consent was not collected. Researchers told the men they were being treated for bad blood. A local term used to describe several ailments, including syphilis, anemia, and fatigue. In exchange for taking part of the study, the men received free medical exams, free meals, and burial insurance. <laughs> oh, thanks. You guys are great. If I died from this, you got me. You got me. <laughs> By 1943, penicillin was the treatment of choice for syphilis and becoming widely available, but the participants in the study were not offered treatment. How rude. Wow. In 1972, an Associated Press story about the study was published. As a result, the Assistant Secretary for Health and Scientific Affairs appointed an ad hoc advisory panel to review the study. The advisory panel concluded that the study was ethically unjustified. You think? That is, the results were disproportionately meager compared with known risk to human subjects involved. In October 1972, the panel advised stopping the study. A month later, the Assistant Secretary for Health and Scientific Affairs announced the end of the study. In March 1973, the panel also advised the Secretary of Department of Health, Education, and Welfare, known as the Department of Health and Human Services, to instruct Human Services. I don't like it. To instruct the USPHS to provide all necessary medical care for the survivors of the study. The Tuskegee Health Benefit Program, THBP, was established to provide these services. In 1975, participants, wives, widows, and children were added to the program. In 1995, the program was expanded to include health as well as medical benefits. The the last study, participants died in 2004 in January. The last widow receiving THBP benefits died in January 2009. Participants' children, 10 at present, continue to receive Medical and health benefits. Well, ain't that just peachy? Making people depend on the government. Gotta love it. Well, looking at some of these pictures. And I do have to, I, I do hate to cut out on you early, buddy, but I think I'm going to have to go. Right on. Keep the show alive, man. I'll continue watching from where I'm going to be. 
Definitely. <laughs> and I'll see you guys all next time, this Saturday, right? Yes, this Saturday morning. All right, you guys have a good rest of your day and good rest of your week, and we'll see you on the weekend. And you get out of here. Bye. All right, now I'm going to have to fix my screen. We'll just take this, and we will hide it. Oh, see, is that easy? Is that easy? Crazy. Let me get another drink. Now it's just me, guys. Oh. Honestly, this is the last thing that I uh, wanted to cover. I don't know. I might uh, cover something else that I wanted to talk about. But, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of the things with, like, the Tuskegee experiment, I don't think they're saying everything here. I've heard reports. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. You can at me if you want, but don't quote me. But I believe that they injected some of the men with syphilis. Could be wrong. Fact check me. Okay, and it just makes you wonder, like, how, like, our, our medical experiments these days are going, you know? Like, the, the vaccine that, like, all these people keep on taking, and their hearts are stopping. I don't know. Seems a little weird. Seems a little weird. Uh, let's go back over here. Let's go back over here. The day we oh, gather wait. with friends and family to enjoy turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and pumpkin pie. We throw up the game, catch up on our lives, and discuss, or quite possibly argue, about religion and politics. For millions of Americans, it's a day of cherished traditions. And as Americans, we certainly value those traditions. But it's also important to unpack the myth of Thanksgiving. It is a holiday riddled with historical inaccuracies. Okay, I'm done with this hat. I like to have fun. I like to have fun. But we're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, I know I was uh, mentioning in one of them earlier about uh, government spending. And there was a recently new uh, uh, bill that uh, got passed through. We decided to find out. We no, Tucker. Some... No. No more Tucker. We're done with Tucker. I got to get that out of there, though. Okay. Um. So I covered that. I covered that. Yeah. So let's take a look at uh, this list of things that are going to be uh, uh, provided for by our taxpayer dollars. The waste of 2022. Let's go ahead and go through this. Giving individual citizens COVID econ economic injury disaster grants from the SBA. $4.5 billion. Using COVID relief funds to construct a, an 11,000 square foot spa. There, there must be like, uh, like, uh, more, more like letters that have to go to like, like, like a, like a space to help them out or no, a spa, a spa. Okay. $140 million using COVID relief funds to purchase luxury cars. What? $31.5 million 
Wisconsin cool school using COVID relief funds to upgrade turf fields. $1.6 million. Camouflage uniforms that do not fit the Afghanistan Afghanistan environment. $28 million. Just make it a light brown. I, I don't think desert camouflage is that hard. We've been we've been doing it for decades. I'm just saying. I mean, unless you were sending them out in like that like pink or red camo, that's probably gonna be easily spot spotable. Spotable. Sure. Funding a 1.5 mile park in Austin, Texas, used for yoga and concerts from the DOD. The Department of Defense, really? <laughs> the Department of Defense is funding a 1.5 mile park in Austin, Texas, used for yoga and concerts. The Department of Defense. What are you guys doing? $9 million. Starbucks <laughs> Starbucks espresso machines. You know, they need they need their caffeine. They need their coffee. But that's I know you can't see it up there, but it's like thirty one point five million dollars. Or wait, no. No, 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 no. Starbucks okay, a hundred not as extreme. It only costs hundred and ninety two thousand five hundred and ninety two dollars from taxpayers. All good. But yeah, you're getting an idea. There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of uh bunk that is being holy interest payments on the debt 475 billion dollars maintaining 77,000 empty federal buildings they 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 don't have they don't have a price on that i guess Let me find my favorite one, though. There was one on here that I really like. Ah, watching hamsters fight on steroids by the NIH. $3 million. You know how how essential it is for the steroid-taking hamsters to have their fight clubs. Got to do it. And it's definitely worth $3 million. Well, let's go ahead and look at this. We'll we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. So the Festivus Report 2022. See the, the those uh steroid steroid using uh, hamsters over there. <laughs> Gandhi. Okay, okay. Me, me. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, I want to be on the I want to be on the next screen. Okay. So happy Festivus. You know that gay term that they use for people who don't like Christmas. Losers. How is 2022 already coming to a close? What a year it's been. It's safe to say that some big changes have occurred since last year's Festivus report. Last Festivus, we laminate, laminate, lamented, lamented. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm a bit. I'm kind of retarded. Yeah, we lamented <laughs> whatever over the national debt reaching an astronomical twenty eight point four trillion dollars. Shockingly, in one short year, the career politicians and bureaucrats in Washington have managed to breeze right past thirty trillion dollars without so much as a second thought. 
The debt has risen so rapidly that Congressional Budget Office projects that within the next 30 years, there is not a single year in which the federal budget will balance. Who's to blame? One need not look further than the $3.5 trillion that just that the big government politicians and Congress spent on the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which ultimately does nothing to truly combat rising inflation rates. Worse, those same big spenders just teamed up to pass a pork-laden $1.9 trillion omnibus spending package for 2023. Released in the dead of night and voted into law without anyone having read it. That doesn't happen. That's crazy. Crazy. Y'all speak crazy. They wouldn't do that. I mean, not with all this stuff that we've been reading that our government does. I mean, it's not like they would, like, do some shady stuff in the middle of the night and, you know, not even read what's in the bill. They want to do that. That's just crazy. Okay. This year, I am highlighting a whopping $482,276,543,907 of waste, including a steroid-induced hamster fight club, a study to see if kids love their pets, and a study of the romantic patterns of parrots. You know, that's that's a quintessential one right there. I mean, we can't have all the other ones without knowing the romantic patterns of parrots. You guys might think this is a joke. Not not not, not a joke. <laughs> the, the, this is stuff that the that our government organizations, you know, that deep state of like the unelected politicians or not politicians, but government employees, you know, we don't vote them in. They just get hired in and they get all this power to move around tax dollars. And these Congress people are just like, oh, yeah, we'll go ahead. It's it's the end of the year. You know, we, we want to get to the next year and we want to go on our little winter break. And, yeah, let's just let's just put it through without even reading it. Wonderful. I have a lot of problems with federal spending, and now you're going to hear all about it. Now, this is like a 24-page thing, but, yeah, this is just a little uh, list of what I was just – some of the stuff that I was just reading. <laughs> Using mice to study racial aggression by the NIH. Encouraging Ethiopians to wear shoes. Come on, you Ethiopians, wear shoes. Quit being weird. How much were they spending on that? Two million. Two point one million dollars to tell those skinny Ethiopians to push some shoes on. Weird. And my favorite one, watching hamsters fight on steroids by the NIH, $3 million. Constructing a Gandhi museum, $3 million. Pretty sure 
Gandhi would have like you know want want that money to like actually help people and not like idolize him. But you know, what do I know? I lost my other shoe. Whatever. I'm gonna be like those Ethiopians and not wear shoes. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna read through all this because, like I said, it is a 24-page thing, and I'm about done. Live chat ain't so live. Oh, but here we go. I want to read about this: the Hamster Fight Club. Government spends over three point or three million dollars watching hamsters on steroids fight. That I I I don't know. I I, I throw a couple dollars in there to like see that stuff. That this sounds kind of cool. Just saying. Unsurprisingly, the government wants to tackle the situation by throwing money at the cause. Definitely not a surprise. In fact, since 1996, the National Institutes of Health, or the NIH, has annually awarded Northeastern University over $3 million to watch steroid-injected hamsters fight to study whether current drugs for aggressive youth suppress steroid-induced aggression. What? <laughs> so so they're 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 loading these hamsters with steroids and then they're giving them these other drugs to try to suppress the aggression from the steroids. How about people like just don't don't do steroids? Seems seems like a simpler like thing, but I, I don't know. It's not like the government is involved in like the big pharma corporations and like putting like these these bad drugs into our systems to like make our nine our minds numb and like we just don't care about things and we let them, you know, vote willy nilly on whatever they want them to do and we're just busy watching three second videos on TikTok and, you know, just like geeked out on weed playing video games and not paying attention to anything that's going on really i mean that 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 that, that could be it that could be it instead of treating steroid induced aggression with even more drugs don't you think it would be more beneficial <laughs> see just like just like what i said <laughs> don't you think it would be more beneficial for them to stop abusing steroids altogether but this entire study raises raises an obvious question. Should we be injecting steroids and rodents in the first place? Ah, oh, Pete is going to be upset about this one. Pete is going to be upset. And you know they'll actually do something about it. That's that we we can joke about Pete all we want, but they they do affect change better than uh some people who Sit around and complain. Game within the game. Federal government spends $2.5 million on Super Bowl ads. Weren't we just reading something about this? Interesting. Watching Super Bowl convert commercials has become 
become such an integral part of watching the game that companies pay millions just to get a coveted spot on your television screen. And the government, always alert for new and novel ways to spend your money, saw these exorbitant fees as an opportunity. In 2010, during Super Bowl... I, I, I don't read Roman numerals, so if anybody in the chat knows what number XLIV is, go ahead and tell me, but I, I don't really care which Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is pretty gay, and, you know, I, I don't care about it. The United States Census Bureau spent a whopping $2.5 million on an advertising lasting a grand total of 30 seconds. That's $83,333 per second. Think about it. Think about it. Fifty-four. Okay. Yeah. See, I, 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 I don't know. Like, like the the Ro the Roman people did like, like a lot of cool stuff, and you know when they make like the, the Super Bowl logos with the Roman numeral numbers, it, it it looks it looks pretty fancy. But I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, just just put a just put a five four on there. But I mean, that's crazy. $83,333 per second. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Who cares? Who cares? It's just one of those meaningless garbage things that, you know, put us, put distractions in front of our faces. That way we don't pay attention to what's going on because there's distractions all around us that, like, keep us dumb and docile and slows us down. In the ad, the 1980s actor Ed Beagley Jr. plays a film director, director seeking to create a portrait of every man, woman, and child in this beautiful country of ours, a snapshot of America. Two observers respond, isn't that what the census is doing? The goal of the commercial was to increase participation in the census, but ended up simply being ranked as one of the five worst ads of the night. With its dry humor being compared to that of ironic indie movies. Even so, there was no determination that the commercial actually affected census participation. Because, you know, the, the government just needs to know how many of us there are, you know, even though our borders wide open and, you know, anybody can just come in. They do add them to the census. So, oh, 44. Cool. Cool. But, yeah, I mean, the, the census is pretty stupid because, you know, they can they can track down how many, like, illegal immigrants are here. But are, are they doing anything about it? Do they know where they are? But will they do anything about it? Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I love the government so much. Makes me happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. $2.1 million on encouraging Ethiopians to wear shoes. Elvis Presley once sang, Before you abuse, criticize, or and accuse, just walk a mile in my shoes. 
Well, Elvis, what if you prefer to prefer to walk barefoot? In Ethiopia, for example, while there is great demand for footwear in rural communities, there is still a substantial proportion of Ethiopians that are just unwilling to pay for footwear. You know, because they, they get by and they can find better things to do with their money than, you know. They, they got all them calluses on their feet. They, they, they make their own shoes out of their calluses. Pretty, pretty remarkable stuff. But, of course, the U.S. state's government wants to tell Ethiopians how to live and even what to wear with your money. Between fiscal years 2010 and 2014, the National Institute of Health, NIH, granted the National Human Genome Research Institution $2,134,835 over the course of five years in an effort to encourage rural Ethiopians to wear shoes. Come on, you Ethiopians, wear shoes. <sighs> but they let people in this country dress however they want. I mean, they, they're like, like, hey, you, got, you guys look weird. We're, we're going to encourage it and we're going to propagate it, you know. Whatever. Okay, the grant funded two studies in which researchers held focus groups and interviews with residents of Ethiopian villages to discuss the importance of wearing shoes to prevent foot podoconesis. Whatever that is. I'm horrible with me medical terms. The skin disease from prolonged exposure to red clay soils found in many African nations. One of the studies found that while shoe wearing norms are changing, many people still are unable to afford shoes and refrain from buying their children's shoes until they reach a certain age. So the federal government is trying to convince foreign citizens to buy something they can't afford to begin with. And it took $2.1 million to hold focus groups. $2.1 million could have just bought them all a bunch of shoes. I mean, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't even got to get like the good shoes. Like, I mean, you can go to like Walmart and like that'll last for like a couple days. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that one. Nope, not going to do it. But I mean, this, this just gets you, gets you to a place where like, you're just like, you know, this is what our government's doing. I mean, they're shady. They don't care about us. They'll do whatever they think is right. And you know, we, we, we can either do something about it or Nike probably is behind it. I mean, they, they had those uh, sweatshops in China that LeBron didn't want to talk about, but. You know, the struggle is real. Hypocrites, all of them hypocrites. This world is filled with it. I'm getting tired of using the word hypocrite because it almost, almost becomes redundant. It's like, yeah, that's 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 who they are. It's not it's not a surprise. But anyways. That's 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 been the episode. I mean, if you guys got anything, um, any ideas for uh, a topic for Saturday, go ahead and uh, leave it in the chat. We'll see what we can talk about. It's been a slow, uh, slow week, and I haven't really been uh, paying attention to what's going on in the in the media space. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I, I could do a debate with Charlie on something. See, uh, because, I mean, we do have differing opinions on some things, and I could tell him to bring his facts, and I can just say they're dumb. Because I'm right about everything, and I know it all. That is why I'm the best. That is why I'm the best. A quackhead. What? Oh, I have fun, though. I have fun. But uh, let me go ahead and uh, run this ad. Kanye is... What? He's missing? Where did that guy go? Who am I going to vote for in 2024 now? Uh, he he was my hero. He was my black Jew-hating Superman. What, what What's going to happen now? I mean Kanye really like like went went there. Like I I was I was uh, surprised with that. Like at first when he started coming out I was like Yeah, I can see that. I I I feel you on that one. I agree with you on that. And then then he just he did that Alex Jones show and I was just like I I I don't know if you're trying to like prank us or what. But if this is like like a bid for like saying like you're going to be president, it's not the best way to do it. I'm not going to vote for somebody like that. But I, I don't know. I, I believe everybody should be able to say what they want to say. And Kanye can say I I don't know. It's it's like if, if you didn't watch, I know uh, on here I did show uh, some clips of the the Alex Jones show where he was on there. And I showed a few things that he was saying. And I did eventually go and watch the full episode. <laughs> and yeah, I, I I I I don't know. I don't know. Alex Jones, I think this is the first time anybody uh anybody uh made Alex Jones uh feel nervous. He was just like, ha, 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 yeah, yeah. Um hmm. You're crazy. We need to find him. He really is missing for the last few weeks. Oh, really? I I I don't know. I mean, I hope he's okay. I don't wish any harm upon him, but um Yeah. I wonder if the government had something to do with it. Or did Netanyahu actually come and get him because he did, he did make a joke about him. He, he brought out a literal net and a bottle of Yahoo, and he was like, I got net and Yahoo. Net and Yahoo, if you're watching this, I'm just talking about the guy's joke. Don't, 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 don't look at me like that. Bring it down. Not a joke. I know. I know. I get it. He's, he's, he's missing. I'm just saying, like, it does seem crazy. He has been coming out on a lot of things, and, like, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the UFOs from Wisconsin got <laughs> believable, believable. You don't want to mess around with those UFOs in Wisconsin. They'll, they'll they'll get you, and they 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 got they got this like weird probe thing. I I I don't understand like with the UFO things like where the where the the probing came into it like. Like what? What? 
a- aliens are abducting us and they 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 want they want to inspect our butts. Like what? Like that that's where I started drawing the line. I was like, "No, you guys are full of it." That's not a joke either. I I know that's why I'm talking about it. I mean, it's 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 important stuff about the aliens abducting us and, you know, probing our buttholes. It was on talk. Well, if it's on talker, it must be true. There's video proof. You can do a lot of things with video. I just saw a guy shoot lightning out of his hand the other day. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll check it out. But I mean, I don't know. I I'm skeptical of the existence of aliens. I I mo- most videos that I see, I I I I used to work with a guy, and he would constantly say, "Hey, look." Aliens exist, and I'm like, hey, look, that video's clearly edited. (laughs) I'm a skeptic. I'm a skeptic. But, I mean, some things you got to be skeptical on. Never never mind this uh, beverage right here. It is yummy, though. I, I would show what I'm drinking, but I don't know about like like showing labels of stuff and all that. I, I don't know how that whole legal process works. I don't want them to come after me and be like, hey, we did not approve of this. Well, you taste good. It's a nice, good sip of whiskey. I like it. But I don't know. So you guys are you guys are you guys are trying to tell me that uh that uh Tucker Carlson was showing proof of aliens and not the ones at the border. Is that the is, is that what you guys are trying is that is that the message you guys are trying to relay to me? Is that there there's aliens. And and Tucker Carlson who's no longer wearing the bow tie was talking about it. Yep. It's been confirmed in chat. It's been confirmed in chat. It's real. My chat would never lie to me. That's why you guys need to come subscribe to a couple of Hoosiers podcast and, you know, get into this live chat. If you want to be in it, all you guys got to do is create a channel and you guys will be able to chat in here. You guys can have fun with my wonderful uh, audience. And, you know, I'll respond to you. I'm not one of those uppity guys where like, well, that looked like a weird hand gesture. I'm not one of those guys who like says, you have to pay me money for me to read your chat. I'm I'm not doing this for money. I don't care about it. I have opinions that I want to talk about, and I'm going to talk about it. If people happen to give me money, I mean, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to take it, but a dollar bill is a dollar bill. Well, I'll, 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 look, I'll look into that whole, like, alien thing, but I, I'm... I'm still skeptical. People have been trying to prove it for a long time, and I think it's another distraction, but And you know, I, I will say, like, if you guys would have like told me that like Sean Hannity was talking about it, I'd be like, get out of here. Get out of my chat. I would have probably kicked you guys out of the chat for even bringing up something that Sean Hannity says, but I, I like Tucker. Tucker's 
Tucker's a good guy. I mean, he's he's a little goofy. I mean, I liked his bow tie better when he was on CNN, but was he on CNN or was it NBC, MSNBC that he was on? I know he was on something else before Fox, and he was a libertarian wearing a bow tie. But Sean Hannity, I, actually, I absolutely can't stand. He's probably... He's probably... Uh, it's between him and uh, uh there's so there's so many horrible news correspondents like like Joy Reid uh, uh what's what's the Dyke's name <laughs> was it MSNBC speaking of MSNBC what's uh oh man I can't I can't think of her name. She's got the short hair. I, I, I just, yes, Hannity sucks. He like purposely, he purposely got a, a, there, there was a woman that was running for, I believe, what was the Senate? I can't remember her name, but she was running in for Senate in, uh, um, the Pennsylvania primaries against, uh, Mr. Dr. Oz in, Hannity did this whole hit piece saying that she was like a part of BLM and all this stuff and voters. Yes. Rachel Maddow, Rachel Ma getting, getting sidetracked, but yeah, Rachel Maddow. It, it's like, it's like a tie between like Rachel Maddow, uh, Joy Reid and Sean Hannity of news correspondents that I can't stand. I would say, I would say, uh, the fat and totally not gay guy, um, Brian Stelter, but he's no longer a news correspondent. But he he made he mostly made me laugh though. I I used to enjoy watching him just for the laughs. Like his voice his voice killed me. I would I I, I would just watch him talk and I'm just like giggling. Like you I I can't take you serious talking like that, bud. But yeah, yeah, there was a woman running against Dr. Oz and, you know, <laughs> the Dyke's name is Anderson Cooper. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a good one. That's a funny one. <clears throat> yeah, I know. But our government's doing crazy stuff. And maybe maybe they have like UFOs that they're abducting people that they can't stand, you know, making us think it's aliens and it's actually the government. I wouldn't put it past them. Wouldn't put it past them. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, close this off. I'm sure I'll find uh, something interesting to talk about on Saturday. I always do. I always bring interesting topics so that you guys need to share out to other people. Go follow uh, COH Podcast Clips on Odyssey. The way you guys can share out like all these little clips and stuff that we do. Like it's It's honestly a lot better for people. They do a lot better. But let me go ahead and run this ad. Couple of Hoosiers podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. You can find us. We live stream on Odyssey every Thursday night and Saturday morning, and upload to Rumble. We're not currently uploading to YouTube, but that's beside the point. Couple of Hoosiers dot com. Go there and read the blogs. Check out the memes.
RM Kurtz Woodworks. Me and my wife have a small little woodworking company on Facebook. Here's some of our uh, designs that we have done. I really like the flags. The flags are uh, really nice. I've always seen people doing them. And uh, what I've really wanted to try is I see people doing like these uh, like gun cases with them where like it's like a hidden case and like you can like open it up. I've always wanted to try to do that. I might do that sometime. But I I think I think wood prices have been going down. I know they were they're they were up there for a while. I know for like birch plywood uh a full sheet of it was like 80 bucks at one time and I was just like what? You used to get that for like 20 bucks just a couple of years ago. Speaking of like the rising prices, I just saw uh, uh, Elizabeth uh, Navajo Warren talking about how, you know, businesses are corrupt and inflation is all a bunch of big CEOs just trying to get a bunch of money rolling in, even though she's like defended corporations like BlackRock saying that they're too big to fail. I don't know. It just, just the whole video was just. Like, this bitch got the audacity. But, yeah, be sure uh, if you're on Facebook, follow the podcast on Facebook. Let me get over to here if it'll load in. My internet's being weird. Check it out. Follow us on Facebook. We got a few followers on there. Eventually, I'm going to get a restream going, and we're going to put the stream out to, like, multiple sources. And Facebook might be one of them. But I usually like to keep people updated on uh, what we're going to be doing, you know, all that stuff. I put the blogs on here that you that way you guys can read them. Um, I don't think this is the blog, but yeah, this isn't the blog. I haven't wrote a blog for that. I'm getting behind on the blogs. You know, blogs take a while to write and I can be a busy guy at times and sometimes I just don't feel like writing. Especially when, like, I don't see people reading them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a fun episode. I've enjoyed the, the topics that we've been talking about. I mean, it just goes to show what our government is capable of and, like, what we need to be looking out for. And, like, the biggest thing that, like, shocks me, especially with, like, most of the stuff that we're talking about, like the Tuskegee, Study Operation Mockingbird, MK Ultra, Golf Attack, and like all these things happened like decades ago, and like people still like I I I I'll sometimes like randomly say to somebody like Hey, Golf Attack, and they're like, What? What is that? And then I'll tell them, and they'll be like, What? And I'm like, Yeah. And people are still like, Hey, trust trust this government. You know, I'm not, like, completely, like, one of those, like, like, I used to be, like, full, like, libertarian and almost to the point of, like, anarchist where it was, like, no government at all. But I know that's not feasible. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I know I can protect, protect mines and I don't need the government to protect me. But, you know, other people, other people aren't so fortunate or... You know, all that stuff. But it's been a good episode. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the chat. You guys uh, make it fun. Definitely uh, 
Definitely leave the comments in the chat. I enjoy hearing them, reading them. No government. God over everything. But yes, I am going to uh, exit out of here and, you know, go do some other stuff. Because, yeah, it's what I do. So uh, you got you you guys can stop stop looking at me like that. I I I I don't like how you're looking at me. And uh, you guys have a good night. Have a good rest of your week. Have a good weekend. If I don't see you guys on the you know the the new year, so ha, ha, happy New Year's. Have a good happy New Year's. You know I'm gonna. We're going to be here Saturday morning. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I might do a debate with Charlie because, um, like I said, he's got some differing opinions. And I like arguing with people and proving that I'm right because I'm always right. They don't call me the right-wing Hoosier for nothing because I am right. It has nothing to do with the whole political spectrum. That's just to throw you off at the beaten course. But you know what? You guys get out of here and I'm going I'm going places. So bye.